Welcome to Long Lost Brothers, the podcast devoted to talking shit and self-improvement. My name is Brett Scott. And I'm Jesse Cole. And we are the Long Lost Brothers. Yes, Jesse as Cole. always. What's up, my man? I hit record this time. We're recording. We are recording. <laughs> We're rolling. Yeah. Uh, the cameras are working. We're over our little technical difficulties. Yeah, we're doing all right tonight. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, it took us like a half hour to get things set up last week, but this time, <laughs> like maybe four minutes. Look at us go. So happy happy Easter, man. And happy Easter to you. Peace How's it going? You. What have what you, what, what you been up to? Uh, well, I slept in pretty much. Um, Kimberly is awesome. Um, something you should know about Kimberly, she is the queen of Easter. She's done this game with the kids every year we've been together where they go out and they plant jelly beans. And then she stays up late and goes and puts uh, suckers where the jelly beans are planted. She's I was getting, like, what, she's, I was like, what is she's milking cows? What is she doing with this? What is it? <laughs> she puts the suckers where <laughs> like they grew jelly beans into. It's funny. She's like, she's all looking at me like I'm giving up the game, like because the kids might be listening. <laughs> That's very cool, though. That's very cool. Yeah, Kimberly's awesome. And then she made awesome. Uh, she made two hams. Um, she made uh, olives stuffed with cream cheese. She made the the we had them little wine rolls, and I'm not supposed to be in carbs, but I did. Um, and then uh, she made bacon wrapped. Uh, but asparagus and yeah, it was good, man. It was nice. good. Yeah, yes, we had uh, we went we went kind of like, you know, uh, low budget. Uh, we, we do uh, usually what we do is um, we do like a cookout, like a family cookout mm. for Easter. So we don't do it up in the same way that we do like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But like, yeah, we usually go uh, back to where the, the town we're from, which is like an hour from us. And um, my wife's family is still there and everything. And we usually get together with them, have a cookout, hang out, do an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Good time. I'm not even going to lie. By the time I woke up, the Easter egg hunt was just it was already over. Yeah. I, did, I did help uh, stuff the eggs. But other than that, I'm pretty much useless hunk of shit when it comes to helping out with the Easter egg festivities. <laughs> well, I know you're also pretty pretty worn out because you had a little procedure this week. What's up with that? Oh yeah, man. Um, I got three wisdom teeth pulled out Friday morning, mm. dude. Yeah, I had them put me under. That was a trip. I was high as giraffe balls, dude. Uh, <laughs> I had my I had my son drive me up there, and uh, dude, they're just pack, 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 real quick. Like it's weird because they're like. Yeah, here in a couple minutes, you're just going to fade out. But, like, I just felt like if I took, like, some kind of hallucinogenics or something, because I was, like, still there. But, like, I wasn't feeling nothing, obviously, right? So they did, like, local anesthetic as well. Yeah. But it was, like, I seen the tooth. I heard them talking. I was, like, this is – everything started moving really fast in my mind. I was, like, this is trippy as hell, bro. So uh, did you actually fall asleep or were you just, like, semi-conscious? I was semi-conscious. Like, I think I fell asleep for a second. She's, like, you were out. You were snoring. I was, like – I heard you tell the dude uh, that that was a nice pull. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then anyway, I was talking to the lady, uh, my nice nurse, uh, my nurse <laughs> Shayla. She said she's going to listen to the podcast. She wrote the okay. name down. She might have been lying. But either way, shout out to Shayla for the, for the 
the uh, lovely bedside manner and uh, tolerating my antics of uh, highly intoxicated Mr. Jesse. It, yeah, I was. It was silly. It's like one of those videos, you know, where you see the kids like, I don't want to play, you know, like. Yeah. I was that super was you, silly. She's huh? like, they're like trying to like. Usually they like, I guess they wheelchair people to the car, but I was like, what? Like, no. <laughs> like, I got this. I'm fine. I get to walk to my car. Like, completely fine. I didn't drive, obviously. Uh, my son drove me. Yeah. I'm so like talking to my son. My son's like, my son's like treating me like a little kid. He's like, why don't you just put this ice pack on your cheek and take a little nap, dad? <laughs> I was like, don't you patronize me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like, though? How long did it take you? Was you out for the whole day or what? Um, Honestly, like, it didn't, it hurt last night a little bit. Like, it's different. You don't, you know, missing teeth. It hurts like a little bit, but it's not that bad. But they gave me some, you know, a little bit of uh, pain reliever, and I'm taking some ibuprofen and trying not to like just taking care of it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they pulled some teeth out of my face, but it ain't my first rodeo, so it's all good. Yeah. Well, you, it's you not sound like you're talking just fine and shit. I know a lot of people are, like all fucked up. You sound fine. Yeah, um, they did a good job. Shout out. They did great. It. Everything really smooth. Um, as long as I can avoid getting dry socket, I think it'll be fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Last night I heard I got I got the ice pack back out, so that was like it, thirty-six hours out. It, it hurt. Um, been taking a little bit of hydrocodone here and there. I know that's not like you know a mind-altering substance, but fuck that shit. I'm, that motherfucker hurts. It's a it's prescribed to me. I don't mean I gotta like. I gotta like justify it, like yeah, I had fucking three <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. In my fucking mouth, dude. So yeah, that's been fun. And uh, yeah, other than that, um, I did work a lot on uh, on I like I've been telling people, um, I'm coming out with this clothing line. It has officially dropped okay. now. Uh, it is you can go to uncontrolled substance or uncontrollablesubstance.com. It'll take you to my store online. I got five, six different things up right now. Um, I'm continuing to add more. Um, Shop at Chalicia. You know, I'll have some Long Lost Brothers merch up soon in the store. We'll drop the uh, link to that, to your store in the description of the video. Oh, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, and this isn't in the store, but I was thinking I might add it. It's kind of dope. This is the shirt that Brett sent me, the Long Lost Brothers. Jesse Colin Scott. I appreciate yep. you putting my name first. Make me feel special. That's how we uh, do it, man. Yeah, I, I, that's uh, when I created the logo. I'm like, I'm gonna put Jesse's name. It, it rolls better off the tongue, I think, than Brett Scott or Jesse Cole. It sounds a lot better. Jesse Cole and Brett Scott with Jesse Cole. It just sounds better. Yeah. Well, you know, we do our thing. Mm. Uh, I, I yeah. So um yeah, man, I've been working hard on that. Um. Probably annoying the hell out of Kimberly by spending a lot of time drawing and doing things. But I'm coming up with some cool designs, man. Um, you know, it's just uh, something I want to focus my energy on for a little bit. I just, mm-hmm. I- I'm learning things on how I could do it better. So that's kind of cool, kind of honing the craft as I go. And uh, just went and got me a scanner. So the there'll be a little more detail, a little more, uh, a little more skills in the graphics. I'm getting some more uh, computer programs for art and stuff on my computer and playing with that, getting better at that. That's kind of the goal right now, but I got some stuff I'm working on. 
So anyway, so that's going good. That's going swimming. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, congratulations on on uh, launching your enterprise finally, man. Yeah, I've been, been talking about it for a minute. So, mm-hmm. Friday, a lot of Friday, I was here holding my face and uh, getting art and designing stuff, and then uh, met with my buddy yesterday, and we got the we got the drop. We got it. We got it going. Me and uh, me and my buddy Adam, we're, we're we're rolling, buddy. Very cool. Very cool. What about yeah. training, man? How's training going? Any anything? I know you got just got surgery, so you, man, you have to I was gonna. Oh, they told me not to work out. They said mm-hmm. that I need to keep my heart rate low so I don't bleed out of my. But I'm like, man, I'm working out tomorrow, bro. Like, I'm getting it to well, be. How, how long did they say? How how soon did they say you could work out? They said, see how I feel Monday. And I was going to go work out tonight, but then I was like, but then I was talking to Adam, and he was like, no, dude, because if it's dry, you get dry socket, you're going to, his wife was actually the one that told me about it. She's like, no, because it could be a thing that's like, if he heals in five days, or it could be a thing that drags out for three months if you, like, fuck with it. So, I guess I will listen to smarter people than me for once. Yeah, I think, I think I'd skip a workout to avoid fucking three months of bullshit yeah because i mean it's not that bad but i don't know we'll get there mm-hmm. um i mean other than that i trained every, pretty much every day last week i've been hitting the gym getting my runs in doing the stuff i got a new tattoo so I, I didn't work out thursday i got a tattoo thursday and then i got uh my face ripped apart uh friday and then I've been just kind of chilling and working on artwork and uh, getting this uh, uncontrolled substance, uh, uncontrollable substance website and everything running. And it's cool that I picked the title of a company and then nobody had the domain yet. So that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So purchase that. That's actually okay. a tough thing to do. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They're like, GoDaddy was like, you can sell this for $770. I was like, I'm sell this motherfucker right now and rename this business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, shit, man. So did you have any time uh, with all the work you're doing and the pain and stuff to uh, dig into any of the shows that we How usually talk I about? Not. How could I not mm-hmm. watch The Winter Soldier? We just watched it last night with the missus. Mm-hmm. You enjoy that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. liking that. Yeah, I'm Zemo. digging it. Zemo's yeah. a lot better. He's way more game. He's better than this than he was in uh, The Winter Soldier. Yeah, he's like a different guy, man. He's like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he's he thought funny he's like, shit. Thought he's like some dork, like, you know? <laughs> and then she yeah. like, like, uh, but he's like all like, a, he's like a gangster, like. Yeah, he's super rich. He has his own jet and garage full of classic cars and shit. Now they finally call him Baron Zemo from the yeah. straight from the comics. Like, I love it, dude. Love yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, and then um, I like uh, what's her name, Sharon. I don't really Sharon Parker. Yeah, that's kind of uh, I don't know, man. Like it's cool, but I don't like how they're trying to make her all like rough and rugged. Like she's like all like I know she's like a CIA agent before a Shield agent, but like how they're trying to make her like all like they're trying to like make her go the same route like what uh, what's his name did like Hawkeye did like where he turns all rogue and stuff you know Ronan. Yeah, it, almost like you know what it, they they also made her like this super badass. Like all of a sudden she's Black Widow. Like it fucking yeah. That's a that's a little much. Like 
I, I get it. Like last time we saw her, she was like in training to become an FBI agent. And like now, yeah. I guess it has been, you know what? It has been five years because of yeah. the flip and like she was left behind. So a lot of shit happens, but she was on the run from the government because she helped out Cap and Falcon back when they yeah. were fighting yeah. over the Sokovia Accords. And then, so she became a fugitive and went off to Madripoor, which by the way, fucking Madripoor is straight out the goddamn comics, man. That like yep. Wolverine used to always be in Madripoor, dude. Madripoor seems like a pretty cool place. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bucky, he's getting, he's coming back on his Winter Soldier shit. I liked him. Yep. I liked him in this episode. He was getting a little, a little more gangster. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. Wakandans are coming for fucking, uh, for old Zemo. Yeah. Shit's heating up, man. It's going to be fun. A lot of shit's coming together at once. Like yeah. all these different things are happening. It's about I think to, like, you're right about the flag smashers, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to, I think they're going to turn out to be at least kind of neutral. Like, I think they'll end up working with, like, because they're still fucked up. Like, they still kill some innocent people and shit. Yeah, you they know? blew up, like, that one gal that blew up all them people. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fucked up. She didn't need to do all that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I kind of, you can kind of sympathize with their cause, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. after spending five years and the world was actually kind of getting better. And this is why earlier uh, on the podcast I did on, over on the Marvel Plus podcast, I said, uh, to my guest, like he described all this shit. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, you know, with the, the flag smashers, like, he's like their cause is it's because, you know, life was better for those five years for a lot of people. And then all of a sudden everyone like snaps back. And now this government agency comes in. It's like, Oh, well you belong here. You belong there. We're going to yeah. put you in a refugee camp. Like, and I'm like, dude, you ever just start to think about like, maybe Thanos was right the whole time. Well, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, they're dialed in with like Thanos is they're like, yeah, there was enough shit now for the because we overpopulated the whole fucking universe, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I mean, you know, I get it. I'm not mad at him, but uh, yeah. you know, I'm killing people can't let yeah, that slide. You know, yeah, that ain't that ain't part of the game. I mean, yeah. it is, but okay. So I know you watched it. I saw you did a review, but it had spoilers, so I didn't watch it. What up, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla? Mm-hmm. Did you see it now or what? Yeah, I watched it last night. Okay, yeah. How you feel? How did you uh, feel about? It? I liked it, man. Uh, it was just That's straight up fucking action. It's a popcorn flick. It was uh, it best. was Godzilla versus Kong, bro. I mean, it's best, what you expect. It's the best Godzilla or King Kong movie ever made. Yeah, I thought it was good, man. Like I, I had no problems. I heard like some people online acting like it was some sort of social justice movie, and I'm like, how do you what? see that? Yeah, I'm like, I don't even see that at all. No, you know it's mean? a monster movie. <laughs> like, it's exactly what you wanted. Big fight, yeah. special effects, mm-hmm. um, Mecha Godzilla. Ah, oh, that was badass. Yeah, and then, you know, this Kong and, and Zilla squashed the beef at the end. Mm-hmm. Kong went and got that fucking raid nuclear fucking axe. That shit was badass, bro. It was, dude. It, it was a really cool movie. And the fact that I got to take my son to it, and he's not even really hip to, you know, Godzilla and King Kong. Not oh, really. Oh, you went uh, to the theater side? Yeah, that would have been good. That would be a good theater movie to see. Uh, yeah, I watched, I watched some my Max book. My son had a um a gift card to the movie theater that he got for his birthday, like, long-ass time ago. Nice. I was like, let's go use that gift card, man. He's like, okay. And so I was like, you cool with seeing Godzilla versus Kong? He's like, yeah, 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 let's see that. And so we went and saw it, man. And, you know, 
he really enjoyed it. Like it wasn't one like at the end where I'm like, did you like it? And he's like, yeah, it wasn't like that. It was like, yeah, that was good. I like this and I like that. And I was like, what was your favorite part? He's like, probably like the, the Mecha Godzilla. I'm like, yeah, that's my favorite part too, man. That was badass. Yeah. So, okay. You know what other movie is good in this, in this way is Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, there's no bullshit. There's no extra fucking little yeah. love scene shit. It's like, nah, the monsters are going to come. They're going to fight. There's going to be this little bit of people stuff, but then they're going to figure it out how to make the monsters fight. Then they're going to build a robot to fight the monsters. Like, it's a monster movie. All you need is the monsters and, like, three fight scenes. You need a fight scene about every half hour if you're going to make a monster movie. That's yeah. my. That, I think that's a good ratio. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think back in the day they didn't used to do that. You know, what I mean, it'd be like a long movie, and there'd be like the fight at the end. But like, like remember that um, King Kong movie that was like four hours long with Jack Black? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. And then terrible. that was terrible. that was this King Kong though. There was that movie, and then there was a uh, Kong uh, Skull Island. Didn't even watch it. Then neither did I. And then there was Godzilla, which I didn't watch either. Yep. And now there is this. And I'm like, all right, we'll check it out. We'll check it out. Well, I was just I just like, all right, man. King Kong versus Godzilla. What do you think about them using uh, like at <laughs> the hollow earth theory in the movie? Okay, that movie is 100% a suspension of disbelief. So yeah. I was like, I was cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like, hey man, at least it's unique. I've never seen that in a movie before. You know, what hey. I mean? not where that's like a main plot line. Like, oh, we got to go down to the Hollow Earth. I bet a lot of Hollow Earth motherfuckers were like, "Yes, <laughs> it's the Hollow Earth." Right, right. Yeah. I know. I was kind of bummed out that Kong didn't find the rest of his King Kong family, though. Yeah, I kind of thought he would, or at least something like maybe he would find like the skeleton of some. I don't know, but it, I think it he found of- like where they were, and he put the axe with the other axes, and he's like, "Okay," but you mm-hmm. know. He's happy at the end. They didn't really say what happened with Godzilla. What does Godzilla do? Is he just go back into being the like swimming around the ocean? Yeah, I think he just went back into the sea. Just back to being a nuclear, uh, a nuclear mm-hmm. monster. Whatever. Yeah. He's like oh. the defender though. But then like he gets mad and will smash the whole city just because there's a monkey there or whatever. Yeah, a lot of destruction there. Like I was telling my son, like I'm like, because you know a kid might not think about this, but I'm like. Just imagine, I was like, look at all those buildings. They're just straight up destroying and shit. I was like, you know, I didn't say in shit, but, you know. Mm. I was like, uh, you know, just imagine how many people are getting hurt or killed here. Like, this I was is thinking crazy, about that. When uh, Kong ripped that top off that building, and it was mm. like a circle, and, mm. like, he's using that to block the, like, radioactive blast from uh, from Godzilla. Uh, I was thinking... Man, that could be like uh, like the top of the Space Needle where they do like um, there's a restaurant up there that mm-hmm. spins while they eat. What if it's yeah. like something like that? And there's just people in there. Yeah. Or like, well, Kong's kind of a gangster too when he looks into that little jet plane. He sees that that girl what he don't like. He's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's enough of that. Yeah. I was like, wow, Kong. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, for what it was, I thought it was great. Like, and I don't. I like um, now. Here's the thing: a lot of people will say that the superhero movies are in the same kind of like group as these big spectacle, like monster movies and shit like that, or like Fast and the Furious. Like, I don't really think that these are all in the same category. Like, a lot of people will be like, like I don't think of, 
I think of the Avengers films and the MCU films as having a lot of character story and shit like that that people yeah. don't people that outside of it don't recognize, but it's deep in character. Like the reason people yeah. like it so much is because of they care about the people in it, like the characters in it. Godzilla versus Kong is one of those. It's like um what was that movie uh with the rock a, a few months ago that we were talking about like last Rampage. year yeah there was rampage and then he was in another one it was about a giant earthquake like those yeah. are those big crazy monster type movies you know that yeah. is that is i don't put in the same category as superhero films but no it's like uh, they're they're all movies where you had to suspend disbelief i don't think mm-hmm. fast and furious is on that same level though i think fast and furious has just grown silly <laughs> it is, man. I'm not gonna I lie checked, though. I watch them. I don't go to the theater and pay money I to watch. I checked them, out after I about number watch. four. Mm-hmm. And on like Fast and the Furious 27, Sean Hobbs and yeah. I'm just like I'm. I'm good, bro. I, I I'm cool. I was cool after uh, when after Ludacris. I was like, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not a hater. I like, like you know, if it's on, and I, I think I've probably seen them here and there, like when we stay in motels and it's on, we'll watch them or whatever. But like, mm. not going out my way. Not like, oh look what they recently had to HBO Max. Oh yeah, let's watch it. Like, no, yeah, not never purposely put that on to watch. Right. Tokyo Drift is pretty dope, but like, yeah, they're they're actually supposed to be bringing that into the next movie. Like finally like, incorporating it into the rest of the movies, where before they were treating Tokyo Drift like it was like never happened almost. Yeah, it didn't have the stars in it and shit. But I guess the next movie is gonna have that dude in it from Tokyo Drift. So that I hate to say this, and I don't mean to sound rude, but I don't not care at all. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> if you don't like that movie? I don't care though. You won't watch it. Not unless uh, my son's like, "Will you watch this with me?" Like, if yeah. if one of my kids were like, "Dad, will you watch this with me?" Okay, we'll watch it. But other than that, nah, not nah, going out my way. It was yeah. an hour and a half of my life that I could spend doing something way more beneficial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's just something, like, then I watch some pretty garbagey shows. I'm watching Designated Survivor right now, and I'm like. It's one like Designated Survivor is one of those shows where it's like uh, the first season was so good they made a second one, but it's, it's just like it's like imagine like if like the world was just like fucking falling to shit and you're like the like least qualified dude just trying to figure out your job on the fly, but it's just like mm-hmm. it's like every bad thing that could happen is happening and he's just like taking it on a stride and is saving his political career with these little fucking crap lousy speeches. It's like, all right, I'm about to check out of this show. Damn it. It's like, I was, I liked it so much, but now I'm on like halfway through the second season. And I'm just like, okay, this is enough. And yeah. I love for Sutherland too. You know what me and my, my wife like to watch is, uh, now like she hates comic book films, right? So she can't what? get into those me oh. at all. Yeah. She, at, not at all. And then not even a little bit. I finally one night I begged her, begged her to watch a mo- one of the films with me, and um. So, I and she said okay, like finally, and uh, I I put on Captain America: The First Avenger because I figured yeah. it's a good place to start. Yeah, it's um, good. And um, 
is technically like the first story in the MCU because it's in the 40s and it's about World War II and shit. And she likes that era and stuff. So I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll do this. We'll try ease her into it. And then maybe she'll start to appreciate a little bit. Now, like 30 minutes in, she's looking at her phone and shit. She's not into it at <laughs> all. It does not hold her interest. She's like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. But uh, what, what we do like to watch together. She doesn't watch my shit, but I'll watch her shit with it. I watch, uh, first of all, we watch all those ridiculous MTV, like, reality shows, right? We watch, like, Teen Mom. We watch, like, uh, yeah. God, we're still watching Jersey fucking Shore, like, 10 years later. <laughs> but, like... I can do a little Jersey uh, Shore sometimes. But then uh, m- my wife is really into, like, 90 Day Fiance and shit like that. Yeah. And that's actually a pretty funny and, like, interesting yeah, show. I've heard like, it's all right. Yeah, but uh, the thing that we actually both really enjoy is uh, if we go if you go on Discovery or like Investigation Discovery, and you watch uh, any of those like true crime like murder stories, yeah. um, and now because of that we went and got Discovery Plus, and it's got all the shit like all the back catalogs of all the shows. Oh, really? And, like, yeah. So we're like. Just there's so many shows, man. But our favorite things to watch, uh, kind of ironically, I guess, is uh, we like to watch stories about husbands and wives who murder each other. Like that's our favorite. <laughs> that's our favorite thing to watch. Yeah, I was watching one on fucking uh, on Discovery in the hotel before we left. There's some fucking lawyer that had his wife murdered, and it's all this shit. I was like, this guy's a fucking scumbag, dude. Yeah, it's like just get a divorce and move on with your life, you fucking hunk of shit. Like, yeah, God. it's fun, but I think the, the funnest part for us is we always watch the ones that have those like dramatic reenactments of the people's yeah, lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta have that acting and shit. It's like really horrible, and it like they'll show like this this happy couple, right? And they're like attractive young people. Then they show the real people every once yeah. in a while. You're like, the fuck, that don't look like that dude at all, right? <laughs> Like what? That's a that's a like a that's like a giant fat bald dude. That's not a a skinny yeah. man with thick luscious hair and a beard. <laughs> like it's totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I know. Like I'm just visual as you're saying that. I'm visualizing that show that I watched. I'm like, that's exactly it. They show like the mug shots at the end. It's like that's not even the same dude. <laughs> that's like, funny. Eh? Yeah, this, is, this dude totally makes sense. This dude looks like a guy that would pay somebody to murder his wife. Like, <laughs> right, right. I feel lied to. I feel cheated here. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so I was thinking, man, about um our our marathon, the Long Lost Brothers marathon that we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah we yeah. need to find a way to make this raise money for uh, a good a, a good cause. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I run this it kind of in in memory of my cousin every year. Yeah, and so, um, and he died two years ago as a result of suicide and you know you would say probably suffered from ptsd so if i were to pick some it'd probably be in that category like helping veterans or people suffering from ptsd um something like that why don't we look into a charity and we'll Mm -hmm. try and get um our listeners and fellowship to make a um, donations and 100 percent of it it'll be super transparent we'll uh Donate that mm. money to a cause of that ilk, like Suicide Prevention Hotline or a Veterans Association or something. Let's do something like that. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, yeah, sounds like a good idea. Because I always imagined um, eventually, you know, the the ultimate goal would be to grow this thing into a legitimate marathon that people right. participate in. And then the proceeds from that would go to, obviously it would go to like um, the stuff that the competitors would get, their little grab bag or whatever with their medal or their fucking yeah. uh, shirts or whatever that says like Memorial Marathon. Um, but then, you know, everything on top of that, uh, on top of the money that it took to put the marathon together, right, uh, would go to a charitable cause. Like, that's what I imagined in my head. I was like, you know, this could, I was like, it doesn't have to, I'm fine with running it by myself every single year. Um, yeah. cause that's, that's the point of it. You know what I mean? But if I could grow it into something that could actually help, that would be like th- the ultimate, you know what I mean? Like thing that I could do with it. We'll 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 talk through the week and next week we'll set up uh, a way that that our listenership can uh, donate to the cause and um, we'll uh, you know we'll make sure it gets to the right hands and we'll be pretty transparent about that. You know, yeah, I, totally I think idea. I think that's that's important. You know, to do altruistic acts for uh, just the sake of being altruistic. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna run this thing either way, but if we can, uh, you know help uh somebody on the uh, somebody that's uh suffering on the way through that i think that's the way that we should do this so i think yeah. it's better i think it, you know it's good doing it in general but it's better doing it with purpose because then it not only makes us hold uh, holds us more accountable it kind of puts it you know more passion in our heart as we do it you know mm-hmm. yeah and, and it spreads yeah. awareness for ptsd and veterans and suicide awareness and that's huge you know yeah yeah i think it's i think it's a uh, it's a good idea that's what so I'm now because I was always imagine it as being something like in the future that would happen if this thing grew to be something, but it doesn't really have to wait. I mean, every donation counts, every bit of money yeah. helps. You know what I mean? So only if yeah. only if a couple people were like, you know what, I care about this, or like, hey you man, know? I like listening to this podcast. I, I like that these guys are doing this. Like, I'll donate. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. I mean, if, if that's the twelve. That, that sixteen hour dollars or whatever paid the guy's hourly wage is a crisis phone line that talked to a guy and then talked him off a ledge, you know, then uh, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I don't mean yeah. literal ledge, but you know, if if that's uh, help somebody in crisis, you know, help help pay a wage or a crisis worker or whatever, you know, that's okay. side side note, and I can't help but do this. I have to. I have to say this. Um, <laughs> don't take this. Don't associate this with suicide prevention, people. Okay, but yeah, um, did you know that Ted Bundy worked at a suicide hotline? I did know that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Anyway, uh, guys, Ted Bundy no longer works at the uh, suicide hotline, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, we uh, I think it's a good idea to to do something with if we have any kind of reach whatsoever, even if it's ten people, it's like. It's something, and I don't know why. Like in my head, I always imagine it has to be more, it has to be bigger, but it really doesn't. It really well, doesn't. Like every, you know, every bit helps. Yeah. Well, you know, you meet, you meet, you meet it where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's uh, kind of something I've learned in in the last couple of years. So yeah, that, that shirt looks good on you, man. I just keep <laughs> seeing that long lost brother shirt. That's nice. It's make nice in the um in the thumbnail when I put the video out. It's gonna be. Jesse Cole with the long lost brother shirt on. <laughs> I'm dude, I'm I've turned gotten a little tubby. I've been putting on weight, man. It happens. Yeah, I know. It'll I'm... it'll go away when you start putting them long miles in. 
I hope. God damn. It will. It will. Speaking of, um, yeah, my training is already like in this long mile shit. I know. This dude, this weekend was rough, rough on me because I had, as most people probably know, I have my fingers in a million baskets at the same time. Like I'm always working on shit, whether it be this podcast or my Marvel Plus podcast or my solo podcast that I do daily. And then I'm hitting these runs every day. You know, I'm doing that. And I'm a dad. And I'm a husband. Yeah. You know, I got those kind of responsibilities yeah. as well. And an actual fucking job. And an actual fucking job, as you can see. Yeah, so uh, this week was pretty crazy because I knew I had a 14-miler. And I also, I record my Marvel Plus podcast every Sunday. But since this Sunday was Easter, I'm like, well, you know, I'm not going to make my guest record on a Sunday. And on, e- like, on Easter morning. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so I was like, you know, I gave him the option, like, Hey man, you want to record like on Saturday or, you know, a Sunday night maybe. Um, and he was like, well, let's go ahead and do Saturday. And not only Saturday, we agreed to do on Saturday morning. So it was like, it was crazy. So I worked Friday night, um, or I'm sorry. I, I knew normally my long runs are on Saturday and I work during the day on Saturday. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. The only way I can do it is if I fit my long run in in the morning. And I just don't think I have it in me to do it at three in the morning. And then, you know, so, fuck, man. I I went out Friday and just knocked out my 14-mile long run. And it kicked my fucking ass. And then uh, went to work that night and worked till, like, 3 a.m. And then got up with my daughter at 7.30 a.m. So, like, no sleep after running it. And then recorded that podcast, edited that podcast, went to work again, put the podcast out, finished work, came home. It was fucking, it was a crunch, dude. It was so much shit packed in. But like, when you do shit like that, when you just really grind it out for like a 24-hour, 48-hour period, yeah, and it's just like murder, but then you get through it, ah, it's just like anything else that you like fucking conquer man like it feels so good like i was exhausted at the end of it but it was like that victory exhaustion you know what i mean yeah and um yeah dude i I, yeah i was was watching something the other day i was like a ted talk Mm. and they talk about the fact that um did you know you know how when people win a race or win a competition or like win at the olympics or whatever they always like raise their hands in the air right yeah, like that's an automatic response. Like the first thing they do. Did you know that's like deep in our DNA that even people who have never seen that done before, they've seen uh, blind people who have been blind their entire life, never witnessed anyone doing that. When they win at something or overcome something, they do that. Fucking yeah, they like they awesome. throw their hands in there. Yeah, yeah. That's just an interesting side note. Yeah, it is cool. It's it's an automatic like human response to victory. It's pretty dope, dude. Yeah. 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 Um, I got a new job. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um. Well, it's basically the same job, but I'm working for a county. I'm doing, uh, you know, uh, supportive housing, and um. Yeah, dude, that that's uh that's huge. It's a 
And it's the same thing, but it, it's for the county, so it's not as much of the uh, pay for performance uh, programs, which are, are, are great and they're awesome because they help people that otherwise wouldn't be able to get case management and help, you know, utilizing resources. But I'll be able to work more directly in the housing programs with individuals that have been pre-qualified or predetermined to need uh, long-term support of housing. So that's cool, man. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. And um, you know, starting with a new team, and uh, I know some. I know the people that work there. Some of them. And when I got that call, I was really excited. Uh, my rep, one of my references actually had called me. Um, she's a prosecutor out here in uh, in Grace Harbor, and she's like, "Yeah, I just talked to." You're, uh, the county just called me and, uh, they, uh, they're asking about your and they're saying that they're just kind of dotting the I's and crossing the T's on, uh, getting you hired. And I was like, oh, really? Then about 40 minutes later, got the call. And awesome. dude, I was, ha- I was happy as a, as a pig in manure. So that's going to be huge. Um, looking forward to that. For a while, you've been talking about um, looking for a different job than the place you were at. So I'm guessing yeah. I don't know all the details behind that, but I'm sure it was kind of like a relief to be like, yes. Yeah, there's just been some. I don't want to. I don't want to down bad talk anybody, but um, there's been some things going on that are they've been a little uncomfortable for for me and my uh, significant other who also works in that same place so uh and nothing nothing about the company necessarily per se it's right? more just... interpersonal stuff like yeah. um have fallout with somebody close to me and uh you know then i work with them as well and just got you know just yeah, office rough. politics and i'm not part of the cool kids club anymore so, and, uh, curious though uh now what's the difference between that place and this place in terms of like was that a private organization and okay, yours is now so, okay so this is a different county the county that okay so the county has the grants for for subsidized housing right these various programs like um there's a consolidated homeless grant they have x amount of dollars and they're gonna hire our agency to contract case management and um do the coordinated entry where they determine who needs the money and they put the people in the housing programs and we help them get stability right and and i mean the people that i work for right now they are off the hook they've won uh business of the year um grace harbor they do a lot of, they do a lot of good in this community you know i'm not trying to bash them in any way shape or form but um yeah, yeah. you know but it's it's uh, become a little overwhelming because there's just so there's it's like a medicaid transformation going on right now and uh and a lot of that has to do with you know medicaid insurance paying for case management and um there's a lot of pilot programs and we're kind of the big dogs are taking on all this stuff so it's just become a little overwhelming and um so i've decided to go with another route where i can kind of just take a little more time with the people and help them in ways that i feel is better and, uh, you know, and I could be wrong, but, you know, just hopefully everything works out. But it, also it's it's a, for the county as opposed to a private company. So benefits are better and I'll be able to, you know, my kids will be taken care of better. And I have a, you know, just I'll have better benefits, way better mm-hmm. benefits. And, um, and it, you know, it's not as much of a, it's not the, the private sector, you know, it's for the county. So that's... Yeah, yeah. 
And who would have thought that a felonious drug dealer six years ago would be working for a county six years later, you know, doing things to benefit the community, which is my, you know, that's my aspiration with this kind of work. Pretty is, fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, feeling real blessed. And uh, they got some other plans for me, too, that they were talking about. But they said that they'll talk about that during the onboarding process. So that's going to be cool, man. Um, you know. Shaking, man. Doing, doing all kinds of yeah, I'm definitely trying to get this uh, clothing brand going too, man. And I'm, I'm like, uh, now well, the way I'm doing it right now is cool, and I think that that's going to be the uh, the primary way. But I'm, I'm been uh, thinking about getting some uh, like a cricket and stuff like that too, you know, just kind of doing some of my own little things here and there, uh, just so I can be like more creative in the way that I attach, uh, uh, you know, design to to the fabric. Like I want to do stuff with like the sleeves dialed in and stuff like that too. Yeah, it cuts out the middleman too. So yeah, you know. Yeah. certain projects you wanted something that was like fully yours you know like you wanted to put out a shirt that was fully like your creation you yeah. chose the material you chose the, like right. yeah that's right. cool so i'm 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 looking into some things but right now i'm just gonna you know get good at design and keep doing that and really you know hone my craft and then i'll i'll look into some other things but i want to work on that i want to work on podcasting and i want to get down with this new job my uh my significant other also started a new job at the same place doing employment services which is really cool you know and she's so so things are things are shaking things are moving around but for the best you know that's so life's good man um you know if we could just uh Lose twenty pounds, get my abs back. I'll be, I'll be right as rain, brother. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll come. Yeah, I'm I think sp- uh, in no time at all. Especially if you start get, like I said, putting the miles in. I think. Yeah. Right I there. That. I need to get my ab wheel back out. That sucker! I forgot how effective that is in making your abs pop. Dude, you know what I found out about that too is, um, man, if I do a little bit of that before I run, it really helps. Like it helps to like engage, you know, like take pressure off the lower back and really kind of engage the core when yep. you're running and like yep. also um the day after my long run i just did a little bit to stretch out like that helps you stretch out your abdominals so much just to go yep. down slowly dude i love yeah. that ab wheel i love yeah. it you know i wouldn't have ever got it if it wasn't for the long lost brothers challenge man we and i can't wait <laughs> till this marathon is over and we can bring back the weekly challenge that's about kind of that because I was thinking about last year, I got I see videos from last year. I was like, "Damn, I was I looked good. I was shredded." And uh, <laughs> yeah. he's doing the challenges like, then too. And challenges, all the running, and then my diet. I was like insane with it. Like you know, like I was. What I, I fast like thirty six thirty six hours, and then I ran six miles. Mm-hmm. Like just you know, like that does not even sound appealing right now. But maybe, maybe that's what. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it takes. Takes uh, that little spark of insanity, right? Yeah, it felt good though. I remember it, it was it was kind of exhausting, like doing all the running and throwing in all these, you know, yeah, uh, challenges and shit. But we did it, so, and recording the podcast every week. Yeah, yeah. Last year was last year was fire. We need to get back on that. It's coming mm-hmm. though. It's I mean, it's it's uh April. It's time to yeah. get get. It's time to get moving. It's coming quick, man. I got uh the rest of this month is like I got. Two fifteens and a sixteen mile run, like I'm like, it's gonna be rough. But uh, yeah, this is like the part that I think is probably the hardest is like that build up 
to the top. Like when you're when you're you're not in the eight, you know, six to nine mile long runs anymore, but you're like building up past ten, up to twenty. Yeah, like these are gonna be the hardest. I don't. I don't even think by the time I get to twenty, I don't think twenty will be that crazy because I'll have just run sixteen, 18. seventeen, yeah. eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're like it's just two miles more. Like once you get up there, you know, unless you got some kind of injury, that's the only time when it's like, mm-hmm. you know, or sometimes in the long runs, like you catch a cramp, like at like fifteen, you catch a cramp and you still have like five to go. You're like, oh, this sucks, man. Like, gotta kind of like yeah. slow your roll for a minute and kind of like you know stop and just like grab your leg and like get, open it up <laughs> like yeah man i remember on my marathon i hit mile 16 i thought i wasn't gonna make it for a minute it stopped because my son had brought me a red bull and i just pounded that sucker and I'm like add drink i told him bring me, i go bring me a cold full sugar 12 ounce red bull dude and he brought it i just uh, annihilated that thing because i was so thirsty and then it was like start running and i was like man my leg ain't really working <laughs> but got going I guess uh, you're supposed to, like, eat mustard or something. That's what my brother-in-law was saying. I don't know. Something about cramps. Makes cramps go away, but whatever. Probably proper hydration, nutrition as well. Stay hydrated. Yeah, stay hydrated. Um, Man, Man, I got got my my running belt set up now. I got me a champion fanny pack, okay? Then I Uh bought a tactical water bottle holder with a, a... full-size nike uh water bottle so i'm okay. i'm dialed in for them long for them long tricks yeah i got one of them um like with the double the double water yeah. bottles on it the little I 10 have, ounce ones yeah but those are too little man they are but um you know what i realized like the the worst part of it was for me is when you have both of those full and you're running like it's extra weight. Like it doesn't seem like it would be that much extra weight, but I mean, it's an extra pound or two that weight and whatever you have in there. Yeah. Uh, that Whatever you have in there. Um, and like, it was rough when I ran my marathon last year and wore that, I was like, it'd be so much better if I wasn't wearing this thing. Um, yeah. but this, when I just ran 14 the other day, what I did is, and I think I'll probably do for our marathon when we run it is, um, I know the course, right that we're running um i think i'm gonna just gonna strategically place fucking hydration along the way yeah like every like three miles or something there'll be like a 16 ounce bottle of fucking water with like sodium and magnesium and potassium mixed in somewhere nice i feel like if i did that here like all my bottles would just get jacked (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I live somewhere pretty nice. It's pretty nice. And it's um it's it's a bike trail and so it's people who like to be outdoors and like they you know they, they don't want to fuck with people. You're out there to enjoy like the weather. Yeah. They they ride bikes or they run. It's like and it's a heavily populated, you know, uh bike trail. Yeah. And uh it runs through like all the city parks and stuff like that. Oh, it's cool. really cool. Um and just people are considerate, just good people. Like, you know, most nice. of them are into fitness and into, you know what I mean? Like, so, or nature. Yeah. yeah. And most of the, most of the people you meet that are like that aren't going to steal your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. On, on trails and stuff like that, it's, it is kind of like that for the most part. Like I lost my wallet and like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know I lost it. And then like a cop like brought my wallet to me and was like, yeah, somebody dropped this off at the, yeah. at the police station. I was like, yeah yeah it's it's it, i mean it's paved it's a bike trail but it definitely um and it goes right through the heart of columbus so it's kind of crazy it's like in the city but 
not so bad. Like there's trees everywhere. There's a river running next to you. Like, yeah, you know, I'm excited, it's, man. And it's it's also very flat, man. Um, it, the whole 14 miles, you're gonna love this. The whole 14 miles that I ran the other day had a total of 90 feet elevation gain and loss. Awesome. 90 feet. <laughs> that's nothing. That's absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's, it's one of the flattest places you can run, dude. Like, oh, that's crazy because like. My runs usually start with like that bridge, like like I run a half mile, then I run over this huge bridge, mm. and it's like, yeah, I haven't been doing that as much. We've been hitting more trails because like traffic is just dangerous. It's and a good like, idea, man, especially in long runs because it's easier on your joints and shit. Yeah, yeah, that. That's a good I'm idea. Not- I've seen that as a tip, like try to do different shit, not just run on pavement, like run on trails, run on grass, run on yeah, you know, dirt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I like like I like running on pavement the most because it's the smoothest and it's like you know, like not sidewalk as much because it's really hard. It's like concrete but like uh like asphalt. That's yeah. That's the best. In my yeah, in I my like you can, I also feel like you can go faster on, on pavement. You know what I mean? Like, even when I step over into the grass and run there for a little bit, because I'll do that sometimes if my feet are, like, killing me and my ankles, yeah. I'll step over and just run beside the the yeah. path. And um, although it feels <laughs> a lot better, yeah, I'm slowing down quite yeah. a bit. It's crazy. Like, I, I don't know why. It's, it, feel, it doesn't feel like I should be. But, yeah, it slows me down a little bit. That's funny. Anything over 10 miles, I wear two pairs of socks. I, You know what I did that last year? Um. And it worked pretty well for me, so I don't know why I haven't done it yet this year, but I might end up back there with that because... Man, yeah, you get you, like, like I wear, like, my little, like, office socks, and then I wear athletic socks over the top of them, so there's, like, no friction, so if you don't get all shaped up. Yeah, yeah, I was wearing, that's, I was just wearing two pairs, like, I was wearing a thinner pair of, like, ankle socks, and then I would put, like, my thicker pair of, like, kind of, like, athletic socks on yeah over them and yeah it, it definitely kept me from getting blisters and shit like that yeah man because having uh like you know a fight club when he's like gives you a reason to trim your nails and you know like it's like yeah, yeah i gotta trim my nails but you know i i got this deal here uh it's like for your foot just like sand it you know so you feel yeah. you know keep your calluses like at minimal yeah i was gonna say that man trimming the nails is like fucking huge like one time i had a fucked up like one long nail on my foot you know yeah. one long the rest were fine one was long and that one was that like i guess during this run i was on was stabbing the side of the the toe yeah. next to it and i yeah. got done with a deep gash in my fucking toe yeah. from a toenail like jesus yeah, crazy yeah bleeding fucking foot bleeding <laughs> fucking toenail ridiculous yeah, it's crazy what can happen over, you know, because, I mean, it's the same repetitive movement for a couple hours, man. You know, you mm-hmm. get on, on that marathon, that's, you know, that's four and a half hours, four, five hours maybe, you know. I'm hoping that we can get it under four and a half this year. I think we can. Yeah, that's my goal. Like, all my, um, the way I've scheduled my runs, um, I, it's, it's planning for a four and a half, so... Which is actually not that bad. I, I was thinking it was going to be like <clears throat> keeping me at a 10 minute per mile pace. No, it's actually a little slower than that. And you can still hit four and a half. Like, I think it's around 11, just over 11. So, okay. I mean, 
if all goes right, you could run a pretty good pace the whole time, even if you had to stop and take a random fucking saltwater shit in the middle of the yeah. run. You can still probably have the time. Yeah. yeah. No. Take me in. You ever had that? You ever been in the middle of a long run and have to take a shit? Yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah. I had this literally just happened the 14 mile run. Like, I got nine miles in, and uh-huh. luckily, there was one of those like porta johns. Like, I, oh, I set up, <laughs> yeah. So, but Oh man, it sucks because you're like you're trying to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're trying to hit a certain time for one, and then only people who drink a lot of like salt water would know this, but it it kind of gives you like <laughs> like the mushy poop, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the type of poop that's like like you you wipe it, but you got to keep wiping it over <laughs> and over again. It just stays like there's still poop on the <laughs> toilet paper every time. 16 wipes and it's still brown. Right. Uh, God damn. How do blind people know when they're done? Wiping? I don't know, man. I guess they got to get a bidet. Bidets, man. Bidets are the shit, though. I, I like That's like life goals. I know. My sister used to have this beach house that we would go. Uh, they had a heated seat bidet. And, um, yeah, bro. It was awesome. Wash your little we've butt. Got a, uh, we've got one of those kind you just attach. Yeah. And um, you can set it up, I think, for, like, warm water. But we're just like, fuck it. Um, yeah. So it's just freezing cold water shooting on you're your butt. You're the ice shower, man. So, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, haven't, I, need to get, I need to get back on those, especially with my long run for recovery. That makes your butt tighter. Tightens up the it board. does. It so does. Yeah, uh, some anal sex. Yeah. Yeah. I see. You're using your head. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but seriously, I like it. Like, it feels so much cleaner. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. If you have one of those horrible fucking times where you just can't wipe enough. That thing will yeah. clean it right up. Clean it right up. I hate up. that, man. Oh. I hate when you're at work and you have one of those because you're like, man, I'm fucking doo doo butt all day. This is bullshit. Yep. Fucking I what I do, what I do, I look around, make sure there's nobody in there. I get like hella, hella, hella toilet paper on my hand. Get and I'm like, run over the sink and get it wet and then like yeah. wash my ass, right? Like, yep. like real quick, like just because I don't want to have like fucking, you know, I'm, a, I'm almost 40. I can't be walking around with shit stains. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or or an itchy butthole, fuck yeah. all that. Yeah, like <laughs> man. Yeah, man. I've done. I don't like, know. How, I've done that several times, dude. Like, get the big wad of toilet paper and just get it wet. Yep. That's the that's the that's the poor man's bidet. Hey, man. That's a. I'm not gonna handle shit stains today, bidet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shit stains, bidet. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. I'm gonna wrap this thing up, brother. Since we're just talking about uh, wiping our ass methods. Um, Let's do it. All right, hey, it's good. Hang. We'll uh, we'll get back next week. We're gonna recap about how we're gonna try to generate some money for uh, PTSD veterans or uh, suicide prevention, and then um, go to my shit and buy a fucking hoodie, man, or a t-shirt, yeah. man. They're cool. Uncontrollable substance. Dot com. Yes. Or you can go is. look at uncontrollable uncontrollable substance underscore merch. That's the Facebook page. The link is in the bio. Um, the link is in the code with a K bio. Um, there's a Facebook page of uncontrollable substance, and there is the link right there too. You guys can go straight to the store from the link. 
Um, yeah, man, just check me out. Also, you know, all of our normal stuff. Long Lost Brothers on, on Facebook, uh, Long Lost Brothers underscore podcast on uh, Instagram, Code K on Instagram, The Jesse Show on Instagram. We got Brett Scott on Instagram. We got too many fucking come, things on the list. Come find us. Look for us on YouTube too while you're at it. So, yeah, yeah I do want to say, I do want to say, um, the the Marvel Plus podcast that I've been oh, yeah. doing, um, it has been it's been taken off, man. It's really growing. Um, I'm having a lot of fucking really cool guests on. Jesse Cole has been a guest on the podcast. Um, I bring in all types of people to talk about the 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 Disney Plus Marvel series. So if anybody's interested in that, please hit that up. It's Marvel Plus. You just spell it out P L U S. Don't use the plus sign. Um, but yeah. Go check that out because it's like a, it's like a little passion project of mine, and um, it, it's really starting to heat up, really starting to take off. So, I'd like yeah, to it, see it continue to grow. It's a good listen, man. It is. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. All, All right. right we'll see you guys next week. Yes, sir. Later.